Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to Our Roaring Twenties, hosted by me, Lali, and my beautiful co-host, Rosie. Join us while we discuss the rollercoaster ride that is our 20s, the trials and tribulations, the highs and the lows, and everything in between. So, Lali, what adulting have you done this week? Um, This week, I've been looking into getting a mortgage for me today. (laughs) That is very adult. I've been... I've been panicking about it where am I going to find this money from that they want from me and it's really difficult I'm gonna I'm gonna be go and see a mortgage advisor that's how adult I am you are so serious I know know. that's actually quite impressive I'm actually really impressed with you right now such an adult I haven't even thought about going to see a mortgage advisor oh I know who to come to when I need one though (laughs) yeah I'll find you one I'll hook you up (laughs) hook me up (laughs) (laughs) what about you Rosie what adulting have you been doing this week um this week I I bought a microphone I have bought a microphone for the podcast because currently I'm using a headset that's like a gamer and it's such bad quality (laughs) so I apologize in advance I've bought a microphone which is due to arrive at 12 o'clock today (laughs) just before we started recording yeah (laughs) I know you guys have just obviously met us this is our first podcast episode one um but what we've actually done is we already recorded this first and then we listened to it back and we thought this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) we just can't get it right (laughs) we were like chatting over each other so what we've done is we've actually kind of done it in reverse we're a bit like Star Wars series right now we've recorded episodes what is it two to four or two to five or something like this and then we're coming back and we're going to try again with episode one which is our arch nemesis episode one (laughs) but we're trying our best so if we make reference to things that we've already talked that we think we've already talked about we haven't well we have but you've not listened to it yet and yeah keep listening you'll find out (laughs) and also if um you might notice if you listen to future uh, episodes that sometimes our dates are a little bit off but it's because we'd already we've pre-recorded them so that's why they might we might talk about something and you're like hang on a minute that was months ago and that's why (laughs) Yeah, sorry to be very confusing, but after episode four, it should all even out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We need to explain to people how we know each other. 
Oh my gosh, how do we know each other? I think we met through drama club. (laughs) Is that right? Well, we were at school together, but we didn't really become, we didn't really become friends, like close friends until we were in sixth form. But we've known each other since we were 13, probably. When did you come to school? When did you start my school? So yeah, I think probably around 14, 15, we actually got to know each other, but we weren't even friends. No. We, you know, at school when there's like loads of different social groups and we just didn't hang out. And then in sixth form, we were both dossers and chose to do drama. <laughs> <laughs> Theatre studies, actually. And um, yeah, that was when we got started talking, wasn't it? Yeah, my mum was actually asking, we were talking about A-levels the other day and she was like, what A-levels did you do? And I was like, oh, biology, chemistry, Spanish... And then she was like, what was your fourth? And I was like, theatre studies. She was like, oh, drama. I was like, no, theatre studies. <laughs> theatre studies, darling. It's quite different. I studied the theatre. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you, you just went off and like went to went to the theatre and watched plays. <laughs> so- that was pretty much it. it. It was so good though. We were so, so lucky to have that as an option at school. I actually think that's one of the reasons that I went to the school is because there was so many options for drama. I just love that kind of stuff. It was brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's funny, funny that neither of us are now actors or actresses. No. We are obviously that good. <laughs> Maybe our time will come. Um, so, yeah, let's... um. Explain sort of like who we are. So, Lali, do you want to give a bit of a lowdown on you? Um, so I'm a 27-year-old white woman <laughs> living at home with my mum and dad. Oh, and my... Lovely mum and dad. Yeah, um, with my lovely mum and dad living with my lockdown lodger, um, my boyfriend, who is, we refer to as Producer Jay, because he's <laughs> been helping with the logistics of recording this podcast. Um I work full time in the NHS. Um, hashtag hero. Hashtag <laughs> unsung hero. I know. I, I read the hashtag Queen. <laughs> I um. I read the. Uh, I read the the Queen's birthday honors this morning, and I was like, "Where? Where am I, Queenie? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my CBE?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just get a clap, hun. Yeah. That's it. I, to be fair, I didn't deserve that clap when it was going on. Because at the time, just before lockdown, I broke my foot and I was off sick for six weeks. Oh, yes. And you had that huge um, thing on your foot, didn't you? I had to wear a boot for six weeks. And so oh. I wasn't actually at work. And everyone was clapping the NHS. And I was like, I oh, know, I'm doing so well, aren't I? I've not been in work. Yeah. <laughs> you were just clapping there with the moral clap- support. Yeah, I was clapping myself, but I didn't deserve I it, really. That. I used to get you know. I used to get in at the front as well in all the shops like you know I don't know if they're still doing that but um when the queues were like queuing outside Tesco's and stuff I'd always go to the front of the yeah. queue with my NHS badge and they'd be like thanks so much for your hard work it's like not been oh that's so lovely <laughs> that's actually so lovely isn't it I know but I didn't deserve it I'd not been in work <laughs> <laughs> you're a rebel Arlie. I know <laughs> If the key's that long, you're going to jump past, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm not going to wait. Oh, you might get fired for that, you know. <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> and how about you, Rose? Tell the listeners about yourself. So I am 27 years old. I live in the Midlands. I work in marketing. Um, my hobbies are, <laughs> I love going to the gym, keeping fit. And also I love making clothes. So I've got like a little sewing blog where I um, like document all the like clothes that I've made. 
Um, but also I live at home. I have just moved back from being living with my friend um, for six months. And it was honestly such a fun six months. But just before lockdown, we thought, right, let's just go back. I think we had like one or two months in lockdown. We thought we can't do anything fun. We might as well just go back home and save some money. So I'm also like Lali saving money for a mortgage. Uh, dream of getting your own home and your own little pads to live in. <laughs> I think that was like the sort of inspiration for why we wanted to do this podcast as well, because things are so different right now, especially with COVID and how how trying of t- the times are at the moment. And just trying to give tell people that like it's okay to feel that pressure and feel like you have got no control over what's happening. Because I think mm. like we're feeling the exact same at the moment. Yeah, I feel like I'm wasting my 20s. I'm like, guys, I'm single. These are meant to be the best years of my life. And I'm stuck at home (laughs) making a podcast with Lali. (laughs) You've not not resorted to a Zoom date yet, though, to find the love of your life. Oh, my God. No, I've not. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite yet. But there's still time. There's still time. There could potentially. If you're in a couple of years time, if you're still in lockdown, you might have to resort to a a Zoom date. (laughs) Hopefully by then Siri will be like really adept and I'll just date him. (laughs) (laughs) So why are we doing the podcast? Because we like chatting. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we just thought it'd be really fun to do and why not? I love listening to podcasts myself. I think we're both big podcast heads, aren't we? And we always listen to them. And I love just the conversational chats where it feels like you're in your bedroom with your girlfriends just having a quick little gossip um and I think also to just show that everyone is going through it there's there's something really isolating about thinking like oh my god I'm the only person that's going through all of this and actually everyone is yeah I agree and like having other being able to listen to people who are going through the same problems as yourself you can relate to them so Mm -hmm. obviously when we were like we're getting all of our advice from people who are not necessarily in the same position that we are in when they were growing up so like our parents would have got mortgages when they were 21 yeah two kids under the belt by 27 yeah whereas we're like we've just literally just started our our careers really we're we're not we're not well into our careers yet and I don't want to start settling down and having babies yet because I'm not finished with my career and but I'm 27 and society tells me that I should have a kid by now or at least that's what I thought I'd be doing by now I mean we're Where did you think you would be when you were 27? Oh, Jesus. At 27, I thought that I would have my own place, maybe definitely be engaged, if not married, have a child. Um, I don't know, just like a little pitch perfect life. But (laughs) it's very far from that at the moment. I know. I mean, I think I was the same. I think I thought that I would be married. I'd have my own house. I'd be well into my career, if not working part time, because I like to be a lady of leisure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely for you. And that's just like, that's just not, not where I am. I'm living, I'm still living at home. I didn't, I would, when I finished uni, I, there was no way I thought that at 27, I'd still be living at home. No, I think both of us could move out if we wanted, but I think we're just trying to be sensible and just think we want to save money. We want to invest in our own home and stuff. So we're really lucky to be fair that we can live at home. Mm. And when you're renting, I feel like that, like when you were younger, you could rent, you thought that you could rent and save money to buy a house. But the reality is you're just throwing money at a, at the person who owns this house and you're not actually getting anything out of it other than some a roof over your head. You're not actually 
it's not it's not going to be yours after you paid it all off so renting is just yeah. it's not the best position to be in if you want to be in a position to buy but then again I think it does have its benefits so like when um me and my friend we lived together we would never have done that we would never have got a mortgage together so actually that was really fun and it had like a purpose and it served a t- like for time and place for us so it was perfect yeah to yeah. be fair me, me and Jay often think that like when we buy a house together we won't have lived together on our own yet yeah and- so true and like obviously he's living with me now, but we've got my mum, so she cooks. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be a shit cook, is what he's saying. <laughs> you know, I'm a very good cooker, you know. <laughs> yeah, believe it when I see it. <laughs> but it's things like sometimes I forget. I put my washing in the washing machine, and then I'll forget to take it out, or I'll forget to put in another load, or something like that. And my mum will do it automatically, so I know it's going to get done. Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose, I promise. I don't put it in the washing machine and then just like, um, no, I forgot, mummy, please do it for me. You basically need a maid when you move into a house. I've already said to Jay, like, my sister did it to her boy, her like boyfriend when they moved into a house together. She was like, we're getting a cleaner, and he was like, no, we can just do it ourselves. Why would we pay someone to clean our house? And she was like, if you don't do it you have to pay for it and she was like are you gonna do it and he was like realistically no so she was like fine you've got to pay for a cleaner then (laughs) (laughs) to be fair also they do such a better job like I always think I never clean my car I don't know if that's lazy but I think the people at the car wash just do it so much better than I ever could so yeah (laughs) leave it to the professionals yeah that's why they're professionals (laughs) yeah exactly I do love a bit of cleaning though anyway we've gone well off piece you know what I think that's a bit of an adult conversation talking about cleaners (laughs) oh I think it definitely is I think think we're we're showing the listeners what we are about right now (laughs) we're just pure adults no (laughs) we're really not one of the things that we were going to do is that just to introduce yourselves was talk about what is a secret that nobody knows about you mm. <laughs> come I've on Holly, got, you go first I kind of gave Rosie a little bit of a teaser of what this was going to be yeah about, I actually have no idea so my secret is when I was um when I was growing up I remember it was like I was really young and I grew up in like a in the middle of nowhere in the countryside like the nearest house was a 10 minute walk down the road, like real middle of nowhere. And um, I, so we lived in this old farmhouse and my sister had rented a video from the video shop. Oh, old school. Oh, those days. <laughs> and it was um, 13 Ghosts. Um, it's awful, awful film, but it's a horror movie. It. No. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. I've watched it since and I don't know why my reaction was like this, but I, um, I got um, so scared after watching this film that I refused to use the downstairs toilet for a year. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because our downstairs toilet, it was in like, it was the the door opened into the toilet and there was like a, um, there was like a gap where you could hide. Like we used to use it in hide and seek when I was growing up because you could hide behind this door and no one would know you were in the toilet until you opened the door again. And so I refused to use that toilet because I thought there were ghosts that were hiding behind the door. (laughs) You know what is so weird, isn't it? How our mind makes these random connections. Like, I cannot use that toilet. (laughs) I can't use 
I couldn't use that toilet. And my, we had guinea pigs at the time and they lived in the toilet. They lived in the bathroom. Oh, like, that's there was weird. A, there was a toilet and then there was <laughs> like. That should be the secret. <laughs> you used to have guinea pigs that lived in your bathroom. <laughs> well, they were in a cage, but they were. That's so weird. <laughs> they were in the downstairs toilet. It was like a coat. It was like a coat's cupboard as well. It was really weird. Um, it's very, it's very bougie. It was really bougie. Was- I really love just the taste of tea and it's so strong and lovely and I just don't get why you guys put milk in it. It ruins it. Um, But yeah, when I was younger, probably, I don't know, maybe like 11, I used to suck tea bags because I loved the taste of tea so much. So I would <laughs> dunk it in, wriggle it around. And to this day, I still put my tea, leave my tea bag in my cup because I might just want to suck it <laughs> It is weird. I remember the first time you told me that story and I was like, what? <laughs> I'd never heard of anything like that before in my life. I was like, you suck on tea bags. Honestly, don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> Everyone or listeners, go away, make yourself a cup of tea and give that tea bag a little suck afterwards. <laughs> <I> promise you. <laughs> Sounds like an innuendo. So the whole point of this podcast is that we are talking about adulting and what better way to get some tips for adulting than to Google how to adult. <laughs> so in this segment, we are found, well, Lali's found a really good article or I'm not sure if it is good, <laughs> which has got some top tips for being an adult. This is from theladders.com, which is a careers advice website that I found. It's American, so be warned. Um, so this is, here are 16 tips to help you be a better adult the first one that we are gonna discuss is quit getting shit-faced come on guys getting a little buzzed is fine heck it's one of my favorite parts of the week but getting so drunk that you can't speak in a coherent sentence is definitely not something an adult should do sorry i have to do it in american (laughs) accent at the end because oh my god you sound like a kardashian that was perfect (laughs) (laughs) clearly watch too much kardashians that should be on there yeah definitely um but I feel like th- this is such an American thing, like this whole like, oh, don't get drunk and all that stuff. Like that's part of being an adult in the UK, I personally think. That's so true, isn't it? I mean, I do. I think as I've as I've got older, um, the last few months, I have definitely stopped drinking so much just because obviously I can't get, I've got to drive home, like can't go out and have like a proper night out. So I feel like I have grown up a bit, but also I can't bloody wait to go out and get absolutely bladdered again and just have a really fun night out with the girls. 
I know I miss the one thing I miss about lock from like being locked down is I miss like getting ready and going on a night out. Yeah, that's my favorite part of a night out. Yeah, the getting ready bit and not going out till 12 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> having pre drinks is the best part. <laughs> I don't think it stops you from being an adult though, getting shit faced and going on nights out. But I no. must say, the one thing I hate is people who go to the club and get VIP and get the bottle service and everything like that. And it's like, you're oh. not a VIP. And they're always the ones who are like living their life through their phones. Like they will never appreciate a real genuine moment because it's they're too busy recording it. They literally are watching their life through the, sc- through the camera on their phone because they have mm-hmm. to post it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I just think like sometimes you just need to sit back and just enjoy a moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think that's actually an adulting tip is stop living through your phone yeah. and actually put down your Insta story for a second and actually just enjoy a moment. I think that's a good adulting tip. Adulting tip from Rosie. Yep, definitely. <laughs> so the next one is spend less than you earn. I think this is obvious. Yeah, that's no brainer. <laughs> okay, so the next one is don't be a dick. If you still have to yell at your server when your food is cold, scream at your customer at customer support agents or flip off old ladies while you're in traffic. You're not just a child, you're also being an asshole. Be nice to other people. You never know when you'll need that kindness in return. I think this is just genuine, just normal advice. Don't be a dick. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I think that's just like bad, good advice in general, like bad etiquette. Although a lot can be said about yelling at customer support agents. Uh, really? I, I do not yeah. like this. I do not support this. But no, what I mean is like, you know, sometimes, well, for me at the moment, so my, for my sister's wedding, we were meant to go to Ibiza, but obviously COVID happened. So we'd already paid for our flights um, and accommodation um, and everything like that. I've got my money. We've got the money for the flights back, but the accommodation is dragging. It's they're ta- They are taking an absolute piss, mm. being perfectly honest. So <laughs> taking I an absolute prefer- piss. <laughs> they are, darling. So... <laughs> The first time they rung me, so I contact them months before the holiday being like, I want my money back because it's not going to happen. Our flights have been cancelled. And they were like, yeah, no worries. That's fine. We'll get in con- we'll get you in contact with customer support. Customer support haven't rung me. I then had a phone call the day before we were meant to fly saying, are you going to be there? And I was like, no, of course I'm not going to be there. <laughs> we can't go. I've told you this. And they were like, oh, okay, do you want to rebook your holiday? And I was like, no, I want my money back. And they were like, okay, customer support will be in contact with you. And then I had a phone, I've had a two further phone calls from them. And this was meant, to, we were meant to go on holiday in July. And they have had two further phone calls from them being like, do you want to rebook? And I've been like, no, I want my money back. So now I'm done with customer support. I'm going to go to the head office. I'm going to email the chief exec. <laughs> go for it. Go all the way up. <laughs> Charlotte, I'm going to call you Karen. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going graduated Karen. to Karen level. Congratulations. Okay, one more for you. Uh, don't let mummy and daddy make the decisions for you. I know a 30-year-old man who won't travel, break up with their girlfriends or get a new job because they're worried about what their parents will think. I love my parents as much as the next person, but guess what? They don't have to live my life. So don't let them make big life decisions for me. Wow, that hit home. (laughs) That hit hard. I think I'm still learning that one. 
Yeah, definitely. I think it's difficult, though, because that's fine if you live away from home. But if you're still living in your parents' house like we are, yeah. <laughs> then you have to be mindful of what your parents yeah, think. Yeah, it's true. But at the same time, like, don't don't let them rule your life. Like, a lot of the times they will enjoy what when you enjoy watching you enjoy your life yeah exactly you are not put on this world to make them happy so you've just got to do you my dad's actually quite funny he's one of those he's one of those parents where he won't tell me I'm doing something stupid when I'm doing it but afterwards he'll be like well it wasn't a very good idea was it (laughs) I don't like that That's what he's like. He's always been like that. He's that's just no how one wants parents. to know. I told you so. No, I he does it to all of his kids. Like there's four of us, and he I'm the baby, but he always does it. And I'll hear him like on the phone to my brother, and he'll be like, "Well, it wasn't a very good idea, was it?" And my brother's just like, "Ah, oh, dad." <laughs> <laughs> so we've obviously just read those brilliant tips from the ladders or whatever it's called website um but here are some top tips for you from us so my tip is don't let other people put pressure on you oh that's such a good one I always find on social media as soon as somebody posts a picture of them and their partner and they've just moved into a house or someone's just got married Mm. or someone's announced that they're pregnant or whatever else I feel that pressure yes that pressure is real like if it's somebody your age or younger than you and you're like oh my god I'm not in that position like should I be in that position don't let them put pressure on you to feel like you need to do do what they're doing in their lives like just know that your life is the way that you want to live it like I think like if right now someone told me right you can just I will give you a house you'll be married and you'll have a baby tomorrow do you want to do it? I'd say no. Yeah, I think, well, <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> but I also think like, you know, if you, if you think about it, like, yes, half of the, half of the fun is getting to that is do is the actual getting what you want, like, like achieving those things. And just think when you are married, you've got your house, you've got a baby that's just been born, you're going to have a new goal. You're going to have some new sets of goals, but then that bit's done and I can just imagine myself just sitting there being like right what next like I've done all the things that I wanted that I that I wanted to do when I was 27 Mm -hmm. what's what's Mm -hmm. next what's next so you just yeah you've just got to like know that I know it's it's some like if somebody offered you that it would be a quick fix of getting what you wanted but at that next at that point when you've got everything you wanted you're going to want something else yeah something else is going to the goal for the next thing's going to be happening and like you might as well just enjoy going through and getting get, and achieving those goals just enjoy achieving those goals and and doing what you need to do okay so my top tip um and I <laughs> this is really relevant to me at the moment is um this is like it's a bit of a self-help book but one of my friends introduced me to it and I've not actually read it but I just love the title so it's feel fear and do it anyway and oh my god that is so relevant to me at the moment just because I talk, I think I've got to the point now where I talk myself out of doing so many things that I want to do because I'm scared of what other people will think or I'm scared that I can't actually do it and I think half the time you people just wing it anyway until you become a professional you know 
you just sort of wing yeah. it so yeah just feel fear and go for it um my mum has this saying like where she says like just send them to another country like think about what their opinion is and send them somewhere like drop them in the middle of Poland or Russia or wherever like somewhere really far away I realize that Poland isn't that far away but <laughs> Australia drop them in Australia <laughs> because you don't care about what a random person in Australia or Russia or wherever you are cares about you do you know what I mean no so why do you yeah, care I mean, just because they're in a close proximity I, I I agree with that I often think that like you know when people say people like when we, it happened a lot when we were kids like people be like oh someone's talking about yeah. you behind your back and it's like why do I care mm. <laughs> like they're not saying it to my face why do I care what they think? yeah exactly and people will have opinions about about how you want to live your life but at the end of the day it's like what the article was saying like you're the one who has to live it so why do you care what they think just enjoy whatever you're doing and if it's a bad decision you've at least got that memory of oh my god do you remember when I did that really bad thing I shouldn't have done that but you still yeah exactly you need to learn from you need to make mistakes so you can learn from them So thank you for joining us for our first episode of Our Rowing Twenties. We've got more episodes coming for you. Um, We're going to try and get these out every week, but we'll obviously let you know if there's going to be any problems. We obviously are working full time whilst we're doing this um, and we have lives. Um, but if you've got any stories that you want to read, re- you want us to read out on our podcast, you can email us at rrowing20s at po- uh, podcast at gmail.com. Um, and just, we just want to hear stories that relate to what we're talking about. And we're happy to read them out on here if you're happy to share them. Obviously, you can be anonymous. We don't need to say your names or anything. Like or that. if you've got any questions um, and advice, we love giving advice. We don't always take good advice, but we bloody give good advice. So if you've got yeah. any situations that you're in at the minute that may be a bit sticky, um send us a message and we can help you get through it. Or if you've got any criticism for any advice that we give. Yeah. <laughs> Call us out guys. Yeah, we're happy to to receive some uh, constructive criticism. Um yeah. <laughs> but thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you. Bye. See you soon. Bye.